0: Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment automated investment and savings app, your money will go to work They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools and they're built to help Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Thursday, January 4th, and we are here trying to help you stay afloat in the brand new year. And I know so many of you were making financial resolutions. I know you did that because you were listening to the re-airing of our interview with Dan Pink last weekend, which I just so enjoyed. I know it was an old interview, but some of that information, it really is evergreen and uh, which is a very good way for me to introduce a segment that I did yesterday on CBS Mornings. It was about financial resolutions. And, you know, thank goodness for the folks at Fidelity who uh, put out the financial resolution survey every year. They've done it for 15 years. You know, listen, there's nothing really new in this survey except that uh, we're very consistent. Top resolutions are to save more. 41% of people say save more. Pay down debt. 38% want to pay down debt, and 30% want to spend less. So I went on the air yesterday to talk about some of those financial resolutions and ways that you can help yourself achieve those resolutions. So here is the segment with Jerika Duncan, who's in for Gail King, with Nate Burleson and Tony DeCopel. And when we come back after the after we air the segment, I'll give you a little bit more stuff that I didn't get to in the actual segment itself. As we kick off 2024, many of us are looking to get our financial houses in order. Two-thirds of Americans are considering a financial resolution for the new year, according to an annual survey by Fidelity Investments. About 41% said their top goal for 2024 is to save more. We all can agree with that. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger is here to make sure that you can hit those mm. targets like an archery competition. what's up? How you doing? Great. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So let's get right into it. Um, what are some of the top financial goals that you see from the people? Out there? You know what? This is the same goal that we always see, which is that save more, but also pay down debt because okay. a lot of people accumulated debt after they went through all their pandemic savings. They gathered up some debt, but also when you look at this, spend less is part of this. Now, what's interesting in this Fidelity survey that I found really notable, Uh nine out of ten respondents said that they were either in the same or better condition than a year ago. Okay. That kind of flies in the face of what other people have been saying in many other surveys, and it may have something to do with the fact that Fidelity is putting a survey out of people who have investments. Uh, Maybe they own homes. Uh. And you say, wow, if you own a home, the home value's gone up. If you have investments, 2023 was a good year. But overall, this is very consistent with what we've seen over the last 15 years of this study. So some tips that people can take away in terms of actually starting to make that resolution, whether it's a resolution or not, but just to save a little bit more and reduce debt. What do you think is the common denominator of all of this is understanding how much money is coming into your household and how much money is going out. I am not going to say budget, because I don't like that word, but I do like tracking. And you know what? Technology can really help you. Of course, every major bank or financial institution has some sort of tracking app, but there are a lot of really cool free versions Mm -hmm. of of apps that are amazing. So there's something called Pocket Guard. There is something called... Good budget. One that I like is called Honeydew, D-U-E. Honeydew is for couples because I think couples have some problems managing money. We'll do that during Valentine's Day. Like a honeydew list. You got it. And then there is something called You Need a Budget, Y-N-A-B. Now, this is free for 34 days, but then you pay for it. A lot of people that I hear from say... Paying for the app makes me feel more like I have to use it and they stay with it. Like a gym membership. Exactly right. Of course, some people are going to blow it off. But without tracking your money, you don't know how much money you can free up to actually pay down that debt. How much money every week can you find? What is it that you can do to cut out of your spending today? If you don't know what you're spending money on if you're just mindless, yeah. then you have no idea. I think there's no replacement for doing that really terrible thing of printing out the bank statement or printing out the credit card statement and, and just, just going through walking it, walking through by by line it, right? And like what oh. is what is fixed and what is flexible? Or just even looking at every single receipt. You know when they say do you want a paper receipt? You say nah. Mm-hmm. Take the receipt. Do it for 90 days. Track it. Ooh. Because un- okay. unlike anything else, unless you have a concrete way to make these things come to life, there is no way you're going to achieve it. So even if you say, I want to save more, how much more? I'm going to put 6% in my 401k. If you say, I want to spend less, what am I, what's the number? What am I committing to? What does that to? look like? What does it look like? Yeah. Put it down on paper, write it in your phone, share it with your family. If people do save and they want to invest with that savings, what's your advice for people getting started? Well, look, we just looked at the last two years of investing, and it's a great lesson of just putting money to work on an ongoing basis. So what's the easiest way to invest is to use a retirement plan through work. In 2022, you'd come to me and say, that was a terrible bit of advice. We had a terrible year in 2022. Last year, you got paid handsomely. Markets came roaring back, yep. amazing turnaround. So the way you get started is you start small. If you don't have a retirement plan at work, you open up an IRA, you open up a Roth IRA at any investment house. You use what's called an index fund. It mm. replicates an index, like the S&P 500, like the NASDAQ, a little bit every week. You squirrel it away. This works. There's no magic man behind the curtain. I'm sorry, no wizard. Mm. So here I am. I'm Glinda <laughs> the Good Witch, and I'm telling you, <laughs> I, just do you it gotta do the every work. single week. Glinda the Good work. Witch yeah. with the nice knee-high boots. I was, Ooh, I was that's, Starting the new year off, right? <laughs> okay, Jill. <laughs> that was not a save. Those were splurge <laughs> right there. That's right. You know, the most important thing that I probably should have said yesterday that I didn't say is to make sure that whenever you have a goal that you make it concrete. And I think I sort of said it at the end, but I can't explain to you how hard it is to just have this amorphous thing, which says I want to spend less without going through the process of saying how much less you're really going to actually spend. And also that there is certainly um, – there is some pressure on people to just not be able to accomplish some of these things. They set out and they do too much. So make sure that you're not doing too much in this process, that you're really not trying to tackle Everything, Maybe just one thing, little baby steps. And of course, if you're really unsure about your investing outlook, or if you feel like you're the kind of person who got sucked into trying to time the market, or you're one of the people who gave us a holler and said that you got out of stocks in 2023, and you went to cash, and you're all excited about your 5%, you missed a huge recovery in markets. And I cannot uh, make up for that now, But I guess the last two years, a really good lesson in why timing the market is so hard. Because if you look at 2022 and you say, wow, the S&P was down 19% in 2022, very few people thought that it was going to come roaring back and go up by 24% in 2023. So if you're having a hard time figuring out how to stay with an investment profile that fits your risk tolerance and your timing and your strategies, give us a holler. Or if you got any any type of financial goal that you would like some help or some advice of how you can accomplish that Give us a holler. Go to the website, jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button. Let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. You can either do that here on this program or you can go come on our new YouTube show called Jill on Money powered by the compound. That's video. Comes out every single Saturday. While you're on the website, don't forget to subscribe to Jill on Money Live. Still $35, a great deal. Probably the best subscription you'll have. I don't know about that but it's pretty good and it's cheap, at least for now. Okay. So check it out. Jill on Money Live, access to quarterly live webinars and lots of great bonus video content. All right. Don't forget to put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.